Summer's in, and the best way to celebrate of the new season coming, go sit by the poolside, bring out a nice cold beverage, turn on the speaker, and listen to the North-South Podcast. What's going on, everybody? I'm the Shorts. I'm with my man, Jacob. How are you today, tonight? Yeah, tonight, yeah. You're not wrong. It is almost 11 o'clock. I, if I'm a little quiet in this episode, it is because I'm trying not to wake up my whole house with how excited I am to do the North-South podcast with my homie of course um tonight we have a few things going on tonight uh happy father's day to all the fathers out there shout out to all the poppies out there all, all the daddies the- yeah <laughs> so, so to all the daddies out there <laughs> uh I, I i guess we'll just jump right into it there's there's a new champ in town not not in our town unfortunately but up in boston boston yeah, the, or not Boston. Whoops. Well, they won in Boston, so I thought that's where you're going with it. Nope, 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 nope. New new champions in San Francisco. Golden State Warriors win the NBA championship in six games. Six games, yeah. Steph Curry wins final MVP. Draymond Green backs up his trash talk. Klay Thompson is back. Steph Curry is back. And I believe I said Warriors in six. I could be wrong. Um, we'll have to go back and look. Sure. Yeah, I I said Warriors in six and seven for sure. I I knew that ge- I knew that series wasn't going five. Uh, you know the really the big takeaway in game six was how how Tatum kind of fell off. You know what I mean? And how and how Steph really how Steph really stepped up. Yeah, I think for me personally, the biggest thing is the fact that. The Warriors have been there, and I know that Jordan Poole hasn't and Wiggins hasn't, and, you know, there's a lot of guys on the Warriors who haven't been there. But at the same time, Steph and Clay and Draymond and Iggy and Steve Kerr and these guys, they've been there. They've done that. And what was it, their fourth championship in eight years, I think, right? Yes. Yeah. And Warren drops another album. <laughs> does, him some, does him some luck. Shout out, Kendrick. It's just, it's getting to the point where even with those two bad years between injuries and, you know, everything that happened, it really is the Warriors and everybody else. So, I I don't know. And even, we recall going to the play-in tournament and, you know, unfortunately, you know, not making it and being the nine seed after John Morant, you know, 
Beatham to be the AC to play Utah. What not this past season, obviously, but the year before. And I don't know. I, I just I haven't seen. I mean, we're talking about you know yeah the Bulls won six and eight years, and the Lakers with their dynasty, what the Spurs did over that time. This is incredible what what the Warriors have done because this is like a completely different team. It is completely retooled and revamped. We got and we got to start talking about the greatest duo in basketball potential. I don't think we're there yet. I Obviously, mean, Kobe and Checker, but uh, maybe the what most about Jordan and Pippen? Maybe the most successful duo in basketball. I, I don't know. I mean, Jordan and Pippen won six and eight years, and the, you know the only time they didn't was those two years when Michael wasn't there. Mm. So I I don't know. I mean. It's the best shooting duo of all time, sure. That's sure. hands the, down. That's there's the point. argument. There's the argument to be made. Obviously, uh, Dennis Rodman. Th- there was three guys on the team, but there's obviously the same argument to be made for <clears throat> Durant being on the Warriors, which more much more significant. But the Bulls won two more championships. I think it's a co- uh, conversation we had. Obviously, there's Jordan Pippen, there's Kobe, Shaq, and then in my eyes, it's Stephen Clay as the best as the three best duos in in NBA history right now. It's up there. Um, I mean, you know, you can always go back to some of the older times with, you know, some of the Celtics teams and in different eras. And then you can even go with Magic and Kareem, you know, uh, Magic and Worthy, uh, you know, Jerry West, Will Chamberlain. Like there's, but at the same time, there's no question in this decade. Absolutely. Well, you know, since in, in the past 10 years, yeah, there's nobody has even come close to matching what Steph Clay and the Warriors have done. That's yeah, hands down, absolutely. Of course. And uh Steve Kerr, what's this? His, his how many rings does he have now? Oh my god. Well that's four with the Warriors. Um he won was he a part of all three with the Bulls? He was three with the Bulls, then didn't he win two with the Spurs? Yeah. Wow. So what's that? Nine. Oh my god. How many I how think? many did Robert Ori have? Seven? Something like that. Or, or yeah, Ori, big shot Bob, dude. He's got all those. Yeah, uh, obviously, I think there's a little overreaction going on. Everybody's asking questions about whether Steph's top ten of all time now. Have you seen that? Yeah, I don't. It's recency bias. It's what it is. I told you, and it's easy to do. It happens, but of course. Uh, yeah, there's he's not top ten. Gil- Gilbert Arenas had me cracked it up. It was Matt Barnes, Gilbert Arenas, Trace McGrady, and another NBA star. Oh, uh, Stephen Jackson. Yeah, Stephen Jackson from around the 2000 when they all played. And they talked about Curry being in the top 10. And Gilbert <clears throat> made, obviously, it's always that conversation with Will Chamberlain, Bill Russell. You know, you look at these guys, and Gilbert was like, you know, you see these stats, and you see how they dominated the league. And then you watch their highlights, and you're like, man, if they played in today's league, they would be trash. And that's not true at all. Yeah, I, yeah I, of course. Obviously, it's a different generation of NBA. I think they would – obviously stick very well in today's generation only just the talent that they had but you know conversation for a different day uh so what do you think is next for the celtics i mean you know, <clears throat> excuse me wow voice crack call me declan <laughs> whoa 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 hey man hey but shout out to the shorts in all seriousness real quick finished school this week Done his freshman year. Big big props to my man over there. All yep. uh, all A's and B's. 
it was a good year for the Schwartz. I think for me, if you're, you know, I guess when I say Brad Stevens, who's essentially the GM now, uh, you know, president of basketball ops, I want to say, you had a first year head coach running a system. You had the defensive player of the year on your team. Jason Tatum is on the brink of superstardom, in my opinion. Jalen Brown is a very, very star. Oh, but I think that's a good argument to have. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't think he's there yet. I think the final showed that. I don't think he has the mentality yet, and I don't think that's why he's a superstar yet. I think he is a star. I think he's a bona fide number one on a very good team. I don't yet think he is a number one on a championship team. He 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 didn't prove that in the finals. That's fair. I I yeah, you can make that argument. He, he yeah, a few more years to mature. He's a great player, but you, people people forget. He's still like early twenties. Yeah, like I, he's not twenty five yet. So, uh, Boston's so young, and you know Horford's older, and somebody like Daniel Tice, you know, he's kind of there. But you wonder. I mean, Marcus Smart. It, it's going to be tough to keep that team together. But the nice thing about the NBA, like, yeah, there's a salary cap, but if you have your guys, if you want to resign them, you might not be able to make very many moves. With the cap, you know, bringing in other pieces other than trading people, but you can go into the luxury tax, and I'm sure Boston's going to go into the tax to do whatever they have to do to keep this core together. I mean, why wouldn't you? They're very good defensive team. They can score offensively. I think you can argue. While we really didn't, you know, I know you and I personally didn't watch the finals all that much comparatively to a lot of people. I know, you know, like my brother Logan watched all the time. Uh, I think he watched every game. My heart just wasn't quite in it, and I know Declan, speaking for him, it wasn't either, and I watched a little bit, especially at work, you know, uh, bartending and doing different stuff, and I'd see the games on and this and that, but I don't know. I I think an argument can be made that Boston, obviously Golden State won the series. Boston got in their own way a whole lot in those six games. Sure. So... Who knows? I I very well think they still could have won that series. Sure. Do I, so, do, do I think Golden State's a better team? Yeah, I do. But I mean, Boston beat themselves, in my opinion. So I, I feel like a, a big thing for these guys is going to be their role players. So you you look at these guys like Al Horford. Al Horford played phenomenal in the playoffs. Nobody's going to deny that. What's big for me here is Marcus. <laughs> I don't know when he's a free agent. Marcus Smart won Defensive Player of the Year. He's going to want some money, as like, he should. That means something if you want defense of the player of the year. That means a lot. That's what, – what would you think Marcus Smart would make, 15 a year? Uh, he's he's going to make $20 million. With the contracts they're getting now, Declan, with, with you know, the new CBAs and everything, James mm-hmm. Harden's going to have a $46.5 million contract this year. Marcus Smart's going to make $20 million or more. I guarantee <laughs> – Terry Rozier was making $20 million a year for the Hornets on this last contract. Mm-hmm. And I think he's still got a year left on it. Like Marcus Smart's going to make twenty to twenty-five million dollars a year. I yeah, guarantee you. It's going to be hard to bring all these guys back. If I'm the Celtics, you got to look to move Horford, right? All that money. Yeah, I. I He's getting I don't paid. Know. I, yes and no. I just think he means too much to that team. I don't. I, I think that's where he's going to finish his career. I really do. I think what's going to happen, he's going to finish his career in Boston, and if they decide, I, I think that they respect him enough to the point where they're going to tell him, look. Unfortunately, we don't have a spot for you here anymore. You've helped us tremendously. You've done everything you can. And we're going to give you the option. 
we're not going to bring you back. So if you want to retire with class, go ahead. And we won't say that we're releasing you or trading you or whatever that may be. Mm-hmm. I think that's what's going to happen. I really do. Mm-hmm. I, I, I just, yeah, I don't, I don't see where you could pay him all that money. Uh, how, how good he played. He's still not worth all that money in my opinion. No, cause he didn't play great in the finals either. He had, I mean, game one. Yeah, it was great. But mm-hmm. after that, no. Mm-hmm, yeah, for sure. And like I said, bringing back Marcus Smart. Ah, Boston needs a big man. I mean, I like Robert Williams a lot, dude. And he was playing on one leg. Mm-hmm. I, I think if you look at this Boston team going forward, you're starting five, in my opinion. Who's their point guard? Marcus Smart. Okay. Because you have Marcus Smart at the one, Jalen Brown at the two. I think you got Jason Tatum at the three, Grant oh. Williams at the four. And Robert Williams at the five, oh, or you can you yeah. can bring somebody else in and move Grant Williams to the bench. Yeah, you, uh, you got you got to bring in another big guy. I'm fine with that. I mean, as a Sixers fan, no, screw that. But as yeah, if you're looking at that roster, of course, yeah, they need they need more depth inside. I like Daniel Tice a lot, but he's not a starter, and yeah. he's he's a fringe role player. I agree, but he gives you good minutes, so I do like him, but. For sure, I agree, hundred percent. And next, next NBA season looks like we're going to another NBA season where it's you can see ten teams winning. Yeah, I mean, I'm still very interested to see for sure what happens this summer with every team. You know, do the Sixers shake things up with Tobias or Matisse Thybul with Harden? Who knows? See what the uh, do. Whether they try to move one of their stars, whether they move Ben Simmons. A lot of people are talking about Ben Simmons for the Knicks. Who knows? You know, the Jazz. I, we, You know, we've talked about it. We don't think that Gobert and Mitchell are going to coexist. And they're getting these new jerseys. They're trying to rebrand the team. What better way to do it than to send one or both of your stars out and start fresh? Bring a new a culture. New or getting a new head coach, new uniforms. Yeah. Uh, it looks like they're going to get Gobert out. Yeah. Yeah, you know, watch, watch them shake the world up, keep Gobert, and get rid of Mitchell. I, believe it or not, I wouldn't be that, that surprised. I wouldn't be shocked either. I don't think it'll happen, but it wouldn't shock me. I feel, I feel, I just feel like that's a Utah thing to do. They love Gobert. They love Absolutely. him. Absolutely. So. And you, obviously, you get more value. So. Yeah, you're. Yeah, you're going to get more to trade with Mitchell than anything else, of course. Honestly, I think they'll they'll be exploring both. I, I think they'll be intrigued by both guys. I don't think they're set on this one guy. Like we're we're trading here him and we're keeping the other guy. I think they're going to explore. I completely I completely agree. But yeah, this this NBA offseason is going to be it, it's going to be as as exciting as KD signing with the Nets, Jimmy Butler to the Heat. I mean, yeah, you look, you know, the the Mavs have already made a trade. They already bring in Christian Wood. That they better their team already. Yeah, I, I like that. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, and then. You look at somebody else, you know, I mean, there's going to be movement. This sounds silly. The Pistons are going to be better. You look at all these teams, these Absolutely. young teams. Pistons aren't a bad team. No, they have a decent starting lineup. And then, oh, my gosh, I was I just had a team on my – oh, Kawhi with the Clippers. He missed all season. They were almost a playoff That's, team. Did he even play a game? No. And Paul George missed a lot of time. And they were still on the wrong with him? Kawhi, he was recovering from his knee surgery from okay. the, the playoffs last year. Okay. That's crazy. And that's what I'm saying, dude. Like I I'm I'm so interested to see what happens in, in LA with the Lakers though. That's what I'm really my eyes will be completely peeled. Well they're gonna move Russ for sure, you would think. I mean 
that's a big contract is the problem i where, where do you move him to that's my question though i mean people have talked a, you know what the funny thing is to me the big name that i've heard that the lakers have you know especially lebron has always wanted to do is to trade for bradley beal and bring in brad he wants to play with bradley beal that wouldn't make any sense no and that's, that's the thing <laughs> To do that exactly, they're not going to make another trade two off seasons in a row and trade Russell Westbrook back. It's like a three team trade, four team trade. You know what I mean? Yeah, that that wouldn't make any sense. Exactly. So that's what I'm saying. I don't. Where are you going to move Westbrook to? I know. So I I think it, I think a team like Toronto. Why would you mess up that chemistry? Yeah, like I I think a team like Toronto. They're so young. Like I think, no I think way. you give up. I think you give up. Uh, it it, it just. I like the fit. I think it fits well. Obviously, it's going to match some chemistry. You think you go have a guy like Gary Trent Jr., right? Yeah, he's got to be in that trade if you're you're the Lakers. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I I would think Gary Trent Jr. will be the benchmark in that trade. But Somebody honestly, like OG Ananobi, yeah. But honestly, I'd take Gary Trent over Russ. Well, yeah, so would I. That's why. Why would you crazy. do that if you're Toronto? Call me crazy. Um, So, like I said, yeah, maybe they might make the benchmark OG Ananobi. How bad that contract is. Listen, if you're giving me Russell Westbrook from OG and OG Ananobi, you're you're, you're stupid I, if you're Toronto. I'm sorry. Like I don't I don't like that at all. If Masai Ujiri really Ujiri really makes that trade, I'm I don't know. I think he's too good of a GM to do something like that. Yeah, but yeah, you, know, you you ask like where, where do you think he'd go? There's not a lot of places. And for exactly me, that's what I'm saying. I don't I don't see anywhere Toronto. that he's gonna go. I don't see it. Boston needs a guard. Shut up, Declan. <laughs> Goofball, bro. Al Horford be be good in LA. Yeah, Al Horford for Ross, sure. Yeah, all right. Con bad contract for a bad contract. He's not a bad contract in Boston, apparently. No, he's not. He's insane in Boston. So yeah, I mean, this is definitely going to be something to keep our eyes on. Hey, maybe OKC. We'll take Ross and your second round draft picks for the next 12 years. Stop. I'm done. Oh, my goodness. I'll give you Mike Muscala. <laughs> Go back to L.A. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I mean, dude, between NBA and between the NHL, like, free agency, like, like just the offseason in general. For sure. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. The draft is this week, isn't it? Isn't it, like, Thursday? Yeah. Who do you think goes number one? I, 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 I'm still locked in on chat. I know you love Chet. I, I like Jabari Smith a lot out of Auburn. Um, I lo- and no, I love Jaden Ivey out of Purdue, the guard. Mm-hmm. So smooth scoring the ball. Oh, also, I, I forgot to say something. Yeah. I, so I saw something, and I really like this move for Boston. Boston looking for a guard, obviously. Markel Fultz. <laughs> Markel Fultz to Boston. All right, Declan. Tell, tell me, like, you don't like that? Oh, I just thought you were being sarcastic. No, I'm that serious. Uh, I I don't know anymore with, with Mark Alfolks, dude. I don't know. I like what Orlando's doing. I mean, maybe maybe I'm I'm a nutcase, but between I, Orlando and I like Detroit, Franz Wagner. I, I love Franz Wagner, and they, they hit they got a hit on that. Yeah, and. They they're actually they're really good at drafting, believe it or not. Yeah, I mean, Mo Bamba was okay. He wasn't a great choice, but 
Jonathan Isaac, I think is good. I like I, love, I I really like Jonathan Isaac. I don't I don't hate Cole Anthony either. Yeah, no, I I agree hundred percent. No, they have they have some they have some young talent in uh, in Orlando for sure. Do you I'm think Philly moves anybody? Philly, I don't want them to, but I don't I don't think Tobias Harris is back next year. That's a shame, man. I I completely agree. I think I I think that. There's a very, very good possibility Tobias and Matisse are moved somewhere. I better all star. What's that? Better be getting an all star. It has to be. It, it has to be. But that's the thing. Like, then you're just back to square one in a sense where you have all of these all stars. You saw it with Ben and Jimmy Butler and Tobias and JJ Redick and, and Joel a couple of years yeah. ago. No bench. No bench. Exactly. Like, it's the same problem. Like, if you're gonna move Tobias and Matisse, I I maybe this is wrong of me to say. I don't think you need an all star in return. I think you need a whole lot of three to four role players with maybe That's why that's why I like a trade to Toronto so much. Toronto is like so many role players. But I don't I just don't see Philly making a I mean Toronto making a trade with Philly. Like they're division rivals. Mm-hmm. I know what you mean. I just don't also, sorry, I feel like I'm super congested and sniffly and coffee off and on. This, this I, I'm finally getting over this cold allergies, whatever it is. I'm, I'm so close. Hang tight with us, friends. <laughs> don't, don't, don't mind Jake. Podcast, we'll let you know. What's that? Next podcast, we'll let you know how he's doing. Yeah, we'll, we'll try. Um, I also think it's because it's like 11:15 at night. I'm just <laughs> the voice. Yeah, the that, voice that, is starting to get a little deep. That's that's another thing with this free agency, you know. All these trades, there's not going to be a whole lot of big boom free agent signings. But you look at these trades, and it's one, it's like wow, and two, you have no idea what's going to happen, where they're going to go. You have an yeah. idea of who's going to get moved, but nobody, nobody has a clue where they're going to go. Like it looks like Tobias Harris is going to get moved. Yeah, no, it's so funny though. I look back to last year when we're talking about Russell Westbrook, the the Kings and Lakers just about had a trade with Buddy Heald to the Lakers and I think a couple other pieces and I don't know what happened, but it fell through last minute. And instead it's because of LeBron. I mean, that's why. And yeah. instead of that buddy heel trade, because it was all but finalized for, for a little while. And then all of a sudden, next thing you know, it's Russell Westbrook to the Lakers. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. I mean, I, I feel <laughs> bad for Aaron Fox. Yeah, oh my! Anybody who's in San Sacramento, man. I like him a lot. I do too, but he's still not a great shooter. Yeah, this is true. I mean, I like Sabonis too, but they work together well, pick and roll wise. But like sure. pick and pop wise, it's like, yeah. yeah, go go ahead and shoot if you're the defense. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure, we're gonna just go for the rebound, and if you make it, good for you. Yeah, it is what it is. What are you gonna do? Yeah, I I don't know. I mean. For, for I feel like, in my opinion, for Sixers fans, obviously it was a very anticlimactic end of the NBA season, if that makes sense, mm-hmm. where obviously it was a very, very anything but anticlimactic being a Sixers fan at the end of the Sixers season. I think we were so struck by, like, wow, Ben Simmons is finally out of Philly. That, yeah. That we didn't realize. Like, we saw these two, like, phenomenal guys in, in Joel Embiid and, and James Harden, and even, even in Tyrese Maxey and – you know, Tobias Harris was starting to pick it up. But then you looked at the bench. I mean, we thought way – I guess we thought way too high of Tyree, uh, Tobias Harris. Or not uh, Tobias Harris. James Harden, yeah. Matisse Thibel. Matisse Thibel, sorry. 
Because we're like, well, the, the bench is like mad, but like we have George Niang and Matisse Thibel. George Niang couldn't run up the court four times, up and down the court four times. It's a shame. He, for, for as good as he looked in the regular season, he was and very, ba- very bad in the playoffs. We had this conversation. Who would you rather give up, Matisse or Curry? At and, the time, at the, I mean, the, the, the problem though, Declan, like you look back at that trade, for as good of a shooter as Curry is, the defensive liability is there. He's not. He's not a defensive player. Yeah, no, I know. He's gonna get bullied by Jimmy Butler. But the like, problem, the the problem was, is I feel like with that Philly team is we did not have a scorer off the bench. Yes. Yes, off the bench, we didn't have a scorer. The Georges Niang cannot go go down there and be a certified bucket. He can't. I agree, and he's not I, that I hate- guy. I hate to be that guy because I love Tobias. You know how I feel about Tobias Harris. Everybody's trying to run him out of. Everybody's trying to run him out of Philly a couple years ago, and I was like, "Pump the brakes." He's an all-star fringe caliber player. And I I agreed with you. I know you did, but I'm saying as a whole, you know, I know Zanelli too, and he even said he's like, "I was wrong." He's he's a very good player. I I love Tobias, and I don't want to get rid of him. It gets to a point if Harden's going to stick around and Maxie's going to be that guy, you have a big three. Okay, mm-hmm. you need to move him if you have to, and you get more talent and more depth because, that, as you see, the NBA is becoming more of a depth league again. I just think that for as much as I love Tobias, that's the move to make. Call me crazy. Do you shop Harden? Yeah, but nobody's taking that contract. You can shop him while you one. I mean, not to mention, even if he like he's going to get into this option. And then he's a free agent. Yeah. So you're going to – A rental. Exactly. It's Unless you're somebody like Toronto a couple years ago with Kawhi Leonard. But let's be real here. You can't compare those two players at this stage of Harden's career compared to what that trade that the Raptors made for Kawhi Leonard was. Mm -hmm. So – And just two different situations as well. Kawhi wanted out, you know, so. Yeah. I don't know. I mean – it's interesting. It's it's going to be crazy. I Like you said, I don't think there's going to be any humongous signings. I think it's going to be more roster moves through trades, most likely. And I love a good NBA trade. You know that. You, you love that, too. So sure. I'm very excited to see the movement and what, you know, the dominoes to fall. And I, I think they're going to start happening very, very soon. I mean, I think that first domino to fall was Christian Wood to the, the Mavs. Absolutely. And, with the draft this week, there's always trades before, during, and after the draft. So for sure, uh, Orlando was actually they're shopping. They're shopping the first pick. I love that. Yeah, I mean, the price is right. Yeah, I mean, if if you're talking about getting, you know, if we wanted to say Chad Homer, we'll, we'll just for for all intensive purposes. I don't like his fit in Orlando in that sense with Mo Bamba already there. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. So. Why not move that pick? Get, you know, maybe go to, go to five and maybe get a guy like Jaden Ivey out of Purdue. Oh my God, that's awesome! And then you know, got a couple of role players as well, of course, or another draft pick or two. Why not? Why wouldn't you? Sure, like, more depth for a team that needs more depth. So, yeah, I, I, I'm all for that. So, yeah, we'll see. I'm, I'm very excited to see what, uh, what happens because. If the draft is Thursday, like I believe it is, Jacobs does not work on Thursdays. So that will definitely be uh, on the forefront of the NBA draft. 
That's dope. I'm pumped. All right. I think that does it for the NBA. A lot of NBA talk, and it was good. I like uh, it. Absolutely. Shifting gears over to the uh, probably the most popular big four right now, MLB. Well, it's the only one playing right now, yeah. That well, yeah, that other yeah. other than the NHL. I don't mean to Stanley Cup. Yeah. Other than that, seven, seven nothing. Sorry, um, <laughs> I don't, there's there's not a whole lot to talk about in the MLB. Uh, Braves lost their what was it, thirteen games losing Thir- streak. Thir- they thir- they'd, they'd won thirteen or fourteen in a row. Yeah, yeah, and, and they lost two straight. I don't know if they played today. Phillies are still catching fire. I don't know if you saw the picture of Rob Thompson with his top hat on. I love it. Looking absolutely dapper. Boston's starting to pick it up. Reds, ever since being 3-17, and 17, are sitting around 500. Yeah, we talked about that today. How about, uh, fun fact, the Blue Jays coming back to beat the Yankees today? Really? They were down five, and the Yankees had won nine in a row. Yeah. Um, the Yankees were up 6-2 to two at that point. or Yeah, they were up 6-2 to two and 8-3. to three. And um, Lourdes Gurriel hit a grand slam in the bottom of the sixth. And then Tiasco Hernandez hit a three-run home run in the bottom of the seventh and put them up 10-8, and they held on to win 10-9. What are the odds if they, they win 110 games? Yankees, no chance. No chance, but you think they win 100 easily? Yes. I see this team, I mean, let's see, 49-17. and 17. I'm, I'm, I don't know why. I'm probably not really going to be able to do math right now. So that's 66 games. 162 divided by 66. Oh, that was bad math. I'm sorry. Um, Take a breath. 66 divided by 162. We are roughly 40 to 41% of the way through the season. Sure. So right now, they are at essentially 50 wins. For as good as they are, I just don't see them continuing to keep up this pace. Yeah, no, they're going to hit a rough patch eventually. Well, not even that. If, if If you follow baseball at all, the last couple of years, the Yankees have been one of the most, if not the most, injured team in all of baseball. Sure. Something's going to catch up to them at some point. And if it doesn't, good for them. But the injury bug almost always catches every team at some point. I mean, look at the Dodgers. Like, Mookie Betts right now on the IL with his ribs. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I mean, yes, they're a great team. And, yes, their pitching is carried. And, obviously, their offense can outslug almost anybody. But they can beat you in a lot of ways. I just – dude, to win 110 games – that's in like 110 to 52. That's crazy. Yeah. I, could they do it? Sure. I'm sure they could. Sure. But <laughs> I don't think they will. If if that's the question you want to ask. I, I got shot. I thought it was just some, something to entertain. No, I don't think it's a stupid question. I just don't see it happening. No, absolutely. Yeah. I, I don't I don't agree either. Yeah. Um, you know, other than that, it's same old, same old. I do think the NL MVP odds have changed, of course. I don't think – I don't know if you saw Nick out of hurt. Yeah. Um, and I also don't think he's first place for the MVP anymore. I think you got you got to go Paul, Paul Goldschmidt. Goldie. Oh, yeah. Paul Goldschmidt in the AL. You, you got to go judge, though. Uh, yeah, I mean, I love him, but I, I... – I just think with what Jose Ramirez is doing with that team, uh, on in my opinion, obviously like a far less talented team than the Yankees. Sure, you know, but yeah, I mean, you can't obviously you can't discount what Judge Judge has done. I mean, he's got what twenty nine home runs. I mean, yeah, like he's he's leading home runs by a good bit. 
Yeah, I mean, if you look at the stats right now, uh, Goldschmidt, if we're looking at the NL, <clears throat> excuse me, Paul Goldschmidt is hitting 344 first in the National League and second in all of baseball in average behind only Luis Arraes from the Minnesota Twins. Home runs, Aaron Judge. Oh, I said 29. He's 25. I'm sorry. He's four ahead of Trout, uh, six ahead of Buxton Alonzo, and then seven ahead of his teammate Rizzo. Uh, RBIs, Pete Alonzo, but Jose Ramirez is one behind him. Goldschmidt is only five behind Alonzo and hits Goldschmidt number two. Like, yeah, Goldschmidt is absolutely the MVP in the, in the national league right now. Mm-hmm. So American league, I mean, I know J Ram doesn't have all of the RBIs, but he's got a very good batting average, right? He doesn't have all the home runs. He's, he's got the RBIs. I mean, I guess that's the thing with Jose Ramirez. It's like he's on not as good of a team. He's got a better batting average, and he's got more RBIs than Judge. Judge, team's better, much better record, best record in all of baseball. He's got the home runs. He's got an okay batting average, and he's not where Ramirez is RBI-wise. So I, it's, it's, a, it's a good conversation. I'm just definitely the one and two right now. Oh yeah, that's no question. I think I know you think it's Judge Ramirez. I think it's flip flop. I think it's Ramirez Judge. One mm-hmm. no, 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 that's fair. Yeah, yeah. No, not not a whole lot has been uh, going on in the MLB standpoint. Kind of just waiting for the All Star break right now. Uh, trade deadlines coming up. You talk about guys. Uh, Louis Luis Castillo's looking about getting moved. Anybody on the Athletics getting moved? Anybody? Yeah. Nationals getting moved. They're looking at Josh Bell, Nelson Cruz, Juan Soto. But Josh Bell just put together a heck of a resume this week against the Phillies. Absolutely. He's making a all-star run. Yeah. As a matter of fact. Yeah. Yeah, no, that that, that like I said, that's pretty much it. Mets lost. Let's go Miami. Yeah. Any any day the Mets lose, America wins. Facts. Mets gonna Met. Mets and the Yankees lost in the same day. That's fun. Yeah, that's enjoyable. That puts a smile on my face. I'm going to sleep good tonight, knowing that. Yeah, for real. <laughs> oh, boy. Baseball's fun, though. I'm happy that we're, we're getting Absolutely. into the middle of the season. This, this, this is a pretty good year of baseball. Yeah, I mean, a lot of good teams. The Phillies are finally showing a little bit of signs of life. My big question for the Phillies, though, like, yeah, you just had five against the Nationals. You're going to Texas. Uh, for I want to say two games against the Rangers, right? Two or three? I think two. Two, yeah, Tuesday, Wednesday against the Rangers. And then you go to San Diego for four against the Padres. So I know that... Padres, Machado, no Fernando Tatis. Obviously, you're going to the West Coast. Obviously, it's a West Coast stretch, but... And it's it's still a tough team. It's it's one of the best times to play them, for sure. Obviously, we don't wish any, any injuries on anybody, but... No, but you have to have breaks in your season. What I'm really excited to see, uh, starting Tuesday, June 28th, that series in Philly against the Braves. Yeah. You got to take that series. Uh, you have to win two out of three. Have to. Absolutely. That'll be a, that'll be a fun uh, fun day, huh, Tuesday, June 28th. Oh, for sure, for sure, for sure. Be, uh, I think, a day full of excitement in the morning and uh, then watching Philly's baseball at nighttime. Absolutely. So, uh, baseball, fun times. Love to see it. How about um, 
<coughs> so I feel that. No, let it out because I'm gonna. <clears throat> it's okay. It's 11:30 at night. It's bound to happen. <laughs> Talking about sports and uh, Jacobs being a goofball and almost saying Major League Baseball is the only sport going on. I guess it's just because Tampa Bay just embarrassed themselves last night, Saturday night. Yeah. Uh, game they two. Won, they won by a touchdown and an extra point. That's seven nothing. I mean, I guess if you're Tampa, at, at least you can say it wasn't at home. Sure. But you got the two at home. Yeah, I, I mean against against the best team in hockey. Absolutely best team in hockey, yeah. Um I uh, I think Colorado obviously is the better team, like you said, best team in hockey, and I think they still win. Yeah, Colorado, I, I think I said Colorado in five. Um, you said, so what you said, if I'm not mistaken, was whoever wins the cup is going to win it on the road. You said Colorado in six, and they win it in Tampa. Oh, that's or you right. Said, right. You said Tampa would win it in seven in uh, in Colorado, which if Tampa's going to win it, they're not winning four straight against this team. So it'll be in seven. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so... I'm kind of wondering if it's five though at this point. I, I, I don't, I don't see any way that they sweep them. I think Tampa Bay wins at least one game, but yeah, they're too good of a hockey team. Exactly, and you're going home. Those fans are going to be crazy in in Tampa, and I, I just don't, especially after the way they were just embarrassed seven nothing. Absolutely, I don't, I don't think there's any chance that they don't at least come back and give a fight and win at least one of those games. <clears throat> no, I'm trying to agree. But speaking of giving a little bit of fight, the Flyers hired a new coach. Hey, I know another team that hired a new coach up there in the, in the West Coast. The Golden Knights. Bryce Hopper's a fan of them. <laughs> Bryce Hopper. Perfect, perfect. <laughs> fan of the Golden Knights, Vegas kid. Hiring Bruce Cassidy, the Golden Knights did, from the Bruins. Head coach. Great head coach, dude. Almost immediately, too. Like, Boston got rid of him, and within a week, Golden Knights were like, yeah, thank you, we'll take him. So, I think that's a great move by Boston now, getting rid of him. You know, because Boston Boston reminds me of the Sixers in a sense. You know, how they're always a top three team in their conference. They go to the playoffs, and they can never really show up. You know what I mean? Obviously, they had that World Series appearance against the Blues, which they lost. Stanley Cup appearance. Yeah, sorry. (laughs) What did I say? World Series? Yeah, wrong sport. It's okay, though. The Red Sox have gone to the World Series a few times. Yeah, my fault. But, you know, and they just – they weren't able to win. What was the last time they won? Uh, 11 it? years ago. I think 11 years ago. Wow, really? Because I saw – I mean, unless they've won since. I mean, I know I saw Spitting Chicklets on Twitter uh, with Barstool posted something about, like, a receipt from the Bruins when they beat – I want to say it was the Canucks 11 years ago. The Canucks. The Canucks and the Stanley Cup. Dude, they were, they were different, man. They Ryan Kessler – I think Roberto Luongo was still there, the goalie. Uh, the Sedin twins, Henrik and Daniel. They, they were they were really – Alex Burrows, they, they had a lot of talent on those teams. But, uh, but yeah, I, I'm pretty sure it was 11 years ago. If I'm not mistaken on Twitter, I retweet, retweeted. It was like their victory after they won the cup. It, dude, it was like a couple hundred thousand on the, uh, on the check. It was but, insane. But... Yeah, for sure. You know, they they show up as three to five seeded teams every year, and they just they just can't get over the hump. I think they need to change scenery. I think they need to 
culture. Obviously, everything that happened with Tuka Rask happened with head coach. I think I think it's just it's time for a change, and I think that was a good move from the Bruins. Well, here's the thing, though, too. The problem is I don't think Patrice Bergeron's coming back. He's a free agent. I think he's going to go somewhere else. I think the minute he's gone, uh, David Posternock, probably the best player, he's going to want out at some point. Mm-hmm. Uh, either him or Brad Marchand is getting surgery, and they're going to be out for quite a long time. Going to miss the start of the season. I think it's Marchand. I, I, I think Boston takes a step back next year. And I don't know. I mean, my first thought immediately was when they got rid of Bruce Cassidy was, sure. oh, Barry Trotz. That's who they want. You know, the uh-huh. coach of, you know, the Islanders, Capitals, a couple different teams, obviously. If you're Barry Trotz, why, why would you want to go there? You wouldn't. Absolutely. Exactly. If, if Bergeron's really going to go, and then if Pasta's going to want out, and this, it's going to be rough sailing to start. Absolutely. No, I wouldn't be there. I mean, great sports city, obviously, in Boston, and crazy fans, but dude, like, why would you put yourself in that situation? The problem is, I'm going to look it up now, but for these coaches, like, where else is Barry Trotz going to go unless he just wants to like, take a year to himself? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Let me see. NHL coaching, uh, coaching openings. Um, I forget who's left still. Um, pull up ESPN, see what happens. I'm in the app already. Hoping it's quick. Not going to edit this. Is the LA Kings who have, a, who have an opening? I mean, Dallas has an opening. I like Dallas. I could see Trotz going to Dallas. Detroit has an opening. Uh, Winnipeg. Listen, I would I would be not opposed to Detroit. Yeah, I mean, Chicago has an interim coach right now. Edmonton, I want to say they just, today or yesterday, if I'm not mistaken, just removed the interim tag on Jay Woodcroft. Um, I mean, the Florida Panthers have an interim head coach, we're being honest here. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you're going to get rid of Andrew Burnett or not, but I don't know. He twenty season. Yeah, I mean, you win the President's Cup, but, like, you get swept in the second round by your in-state rival, like, who just barely won in round one. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I kind of wonder. I mean, like I said, Chicago's got an interim tag on, on Derek King. Vegas just hired uh, Bruce Cassidy. We'll talk about the Flyers here in a second with Tortorella. I was John A. Um, I don't I mean Winnipeg. Like they're an okay team. They're not great. So maybe I mean when it you know you're in Canada, a good hockey place, obviously. But I, I think Detroit or Dallas, in my opinion, are the two spots you probably look for. Sure. I don't know. I, I wouldn't go to Boston. I I think I just I don't like Boston. So maybe that's why. But I I like I said, I think they take a step back next year. I really do. So absolutely no. I but uh. Speaking of Boston, John Tortorella with his Boston roots. Welcome to Philly, dude. Uh, very much a you love him or hate him kind of guy. I personally really like him. Uh, I think he's going to fit right in with the city of Philadelphia with his passion and his energy and his you know commitment to winning and his not taking any less than your best at all times. He reminds me a lot of John Gruden. Yes and no. I just don't think he's much of a douchebag as John Gruden is. Oh, John Gruden's a, a dickhead. 
Yeah, so <laughs> I, 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 I think I, co- I, co- coaching wise, sure. Um, Mike Glennon, <laughs> like a quarterback with a lot of neck. <laughs> oh my god! But yeah, I mean, Tortorella and the Flyers. I just like I said, he reminds me a lot of the city of Philadelphia. His passion, his grit, his determination. I think, and you know what? If there's one bright spot about Tortorella, it's that he's always been a very good coach for young players and getting the best out of them and developing young players as a whole. A lot of young talent on the Flyers, a lot of young young pieces on the Flyers that could really use, you know, a coach who knows what the hell they're doing. Not that Elaine Vignal didn't, but Tortorella is great with young players. And who knows? Maybe it could turn out to be a horrible hire. You just don't know. I don't think it will. But they have talent on that team. They have a little bit of money to move in free agency. They have some pieces that could be moved in trades. It'll be an interesting offseason for the Flyers as well. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, like the Golden Knights, I think it's I, I do, maybe I'm biased. I think it's a good opening for a team. I think the Flyers and Golden Knights were two of the best openings for teams. And I'm not saying the Flyers are going to make the the Stanley Cup Finals next year. But I think with the right tinkering in the offseason for both of these teams, I mean, the Golden Knights just missed out on the playoffs, and they were probably the most injured team in all of hockey last year, or at least in the Western Conference. I think Philly and, Go- and, and the Golden Knights were both incredibly injured all season long. But... I think both of these two teams, like I said, Vegas especially, very well should I eye up the playoffs next year. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you look at you know the Golden Knights. You get a full season, full off season of Eichel now. You know, for him to recover from all that surgery he had on his neck and his back, and you know, you make some moves. You get Dadunov out after. I don't know if you had seen the trade. They tried to trade his name is Evgeny Dadunov, mm-hmm. and. They traded him, and then it got vetoed. Really? <laughs> because I'm pretty sure it was like a team on his no trade list, or whatever, or whatever it happened. Yeah, and then they had to keep him the rest of the season. Yeah, it was rough. So yeah, they have a lot of talent in Vegas. I mean, God, this is the first season since they've come into the league they haven't made the playoffs, and they just missed. So you would expect to see them back next year. But the Flyers, I mean, like yeah, Claude Giroux's gone. Kevin Hayes. Really good player. Joel Farabee, nice young player. Sean Couturier missed a lot of games because of injury. He's going to be back. Ryan Ellis played like five games all season. Was their big acquisition of the offseason. Lawton I like. I like Scott Lawton a lot. Yeah. I mean, Morgan Frost. Like, there's a lot. And Carter Hart's not a bad goalie for all. Goalie's definitely a question, I think. But when you don't have defense in front of you and you don't have a good play style in front of you and you're constantly getting bombarded with shot after shot after shot. You're right. Unless you're, unless you're Andre Vasilevsky and the best goalie in the world, you're not going to make every save, you know? Mm-hmm. So there's only so like, imagine going into every game knowing you're getting peppered with at least 35 to 40 shots. Like that's, that's ass dude. Like, yeah, no, I know. Yeah. So, I'm not I, Carter Hart could have been better. He should have been better, no matter of what. If, if you're a great goalie, but we've seen before when there's good defense in front of him and an offense who knows how to score. A couple of years ago in the bubble, they can go on a run, and Carter Hart can look awesome. 
Mm-hmm. So as long as he's not the reason they lose, I think that they can be a team that at least challenges for a playoff spot next season. Obviously, we'll see what happens in the offseason. You know, Johnny Goudreau is a big name to look out for. A couple other pieces I'm sure they'll make moves for. Maybe, you know, JVR, you know, Van Reems, like, maybe go on next year, you know, because of trade, uh, you know, with salary cap. It, I don't know. Uh, it's it's going to be really interesting to see. It's not like the NBA where they have, you know, the hard cap and then, but if you have these players, you can go over it with a tax threshold. That's not how it works. The NHL, like, it's a salary cap. You're either below it, you're above it. If you're above it, you got to fix it. That's just how it is. Yeah. So it's it's a lot more shake and bake maneuvering. I mean, I think it's going to be an awesome offseason in, in the NHL, though, between, you know, these new coach hirings, between, you know, Johnny Goudreau is one of the best free agents I've seen in a while. And then you have somebody like Boston who's going to lose uh, Bergeron, you would think. You you want to see what Pittsburgh does with, you know, they have Chris Letang and Evgeny Malkin are both free agents this season. They traded for Ricard Raquel at the trade deadline. He's a free agent. Like, there's a lot going on in this offseason between all of these different teams. Like, NBA and NHL, I'm going to be locked in this offseason. I'm so excited. Yeah. Where do you think Johnny's going? So, he comes to mind. Philly obviously is a possibility. Um, was a Flyers fan growing up. That would be was, something. Oh, be awesome, dude! It'd be so freaking awesome. Call me crazy. The Devils have a lot of young talent. Mm-hmm. I think that's definitely a possible landing spot for him. From the Jersey area as well. Mm-hmm. If the money's right, too, man. I mean, you can't hate on him for that, you know. Um. It wouldn't shock me if he goes back to Calgary. I mean, he likes it there. They like him. But money, dude, it's a big thing, you know. Absolutely. And when you have to play numerous players, you have to make tough decisions. And who knows? This could be all for naught. He could go back to Calgary, and that's that. I, I just think he's going to go somewhere else. I think him and Bergeron are both going to go other places. So I could see Johnny Goudreau end up somewhere like Philly or or uh, or the Devils. Who knows? Maybe some random spot. But – I was reading an article on, on The Athletic, and those were two spots they definitely talked about. So we'll see. I, it's it's definitely interesting to see. There's going to be some big names, I'm sure, that get moved, or at least decent-sized names to get moved. And, <clears throat> excuse me, especially with no expansion draft this offseason, like, you know, there was last year with Seattle. Mm-hmm. It's not like you're protecting these guys or this guy. It's it's just an offseason, man. We're, we're going to see what happens. So yeah, for sure. it's, it's exciting. It's exciting times. And, for those of you who don't know a lot about the NHL or don't want to hear about it, sorry. I know Declan enjoys it. I love the NHL. It's one of my favorites. Postseason hockey is like my absolute favorite. So, yeah, I'm all for it. So, do you think, I guess real quick before we move on, Lightning, any chance they come back over the series? You got to recover from that game two loss and you got to recover quick. Oh, of course. If, if they don't, yeah, if they don't if win game three, it's over. Um, you, have to, you have to take the two at home. I completely agree. You got to go back to Colorado too, too, where it's over. Yeah, yeah. Right. You think this? Do you think it goes past five? No, I don't. You think Colorado win four or five? I think they. I don't think they sweep them, but I think they win five. You you, you think a gentleman sweep? If lucky, they get six. Okay, I could see it for sure. But yeah, oh man, that's that's. I love I love talking to NHL. That's nice. I like that. But cool. Uh. I mean, what do you think? Do you think uh, 
you think we can talk about some uh, some top ten list? Of course, we change it up this week. Yeah, I in honor of Jacob's already being done his semester on his summer break and the shorts now being done his freshman year at technical high school. We decided what better way, while we love giving you our sports lists, what better way to kick off the summer than with a non-sports list? The shorts, if you want to tell our listeners the list of the week this week. So our list of the week, shout out to my Alexa for giving I, uh, I believe it was the Alexa that gave us. It, yeah. it was Alexa and Jacobs, to be fair. I mean, I, I've had a couple ideas for music of stuff, but this was Declan's list, yes. Of course. Uh, so the list of the week was, you know, just just top summer songs, uh, great best songs to listen to during the summertime. You know, some some songs are good during different times of the year, and you know these these are our top ten summer songs. Absolutely. So, let me kick it off with my honorable mentions. So my honorable mentions for all the viewers out there, this is an inside joke. If you know, you know. Boot scoot and boogie. Uh, if you know, you know, brother. Bro- Bro- Brooks and Don. Uh, <laughs> I'm not gonna sing the song because we're gonna be here for a few minutes. Um, I hold. I I had nail tech by Jack Harlow. I don't yeah. know. I feel like you can just like sit there and like bop your head for three three and a half minutes. Oh, for sure. No, I mean like like we've talked about before. Anything Jack Harlow. Maybe not anything. This CD wasn't my favorite, but that he just released. But I mean his 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 hits are hits, dude. Like they're <laughs> they're really good. Um, I had Up Down by Morgan Wallen. Good song. Good song. And then I had uh, Family Ties from Baby Keem, Keem and Ken- Kendrick Lamar. Sure. Okay. Yeah, I like that. So I have five honorable mentions. Uh, I have some alternative. I have Sum 41, their song In Too Deep. Uh, if you watched any of the American Pie movies, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, I have The Best Love Song by T-Pain and Chris Brown. Summer Jam. Uh, I know a song that Declan loves. Ain't No Mountain High Enough by Marvin Gaye. Oh, yes, sir. Yeah, it uh, has to be on there in summertime. Uh, new song out right now. Morgan Wallen, You Proof. Uh, I thought you were going to give me some drink. No, no, he's not. That <laughs> that new album. Uh, you know, honestly, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, dad joke. Had to do it. Uh yeah, you proved. I think that's gonna be my summer bop, Declan. Yeah, no, that's a good song. And my last honorable mention had to get Will Smith in there. Summertime by Will Smith. Oh my god! Summertime. <laughs> <laughs> um. So by number ten, it's just another like head bopper for like three and a half minutes. I've humble by Kendrick Lamar. Oh, so good. Yo, yeah. When he played that in Philly, have you seen that video? No, I didn't. He played it, I guess, Wells Fargo. Dude, the whole crowd, every single word for like a minute and a half. Uh-huh. And honestly, nuts. my least favorite part of the song is the chorus. <laughs> I don't, yeah. I, I'm not, a, I'm, I mean, I'm not a, an, I'm not, not a fan of the chorus, but like yeah. just him sitting there and dropping bars, it's phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, Kendrick Lamar, number 10. My number 10, kind of like in the name of it, Ocean Avenue by Yellow Card. Oh, okay. Yeah, dude. It's just that album, fun fact, Zanelli and I were talking about it today. That that album is from 2003. That album is going to be 20 years old next year. Well, that's crazy, ain't it? Oh my gosh, dude, it's wild. Like 
But like the minute you hear that, like the guitar, the da, 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 like you just, I instantly get a smile on my face and I just, I love it. And uh, yeah, that's number probably should be higher. I guess the more I think about it, but that was a late edition. Number 10 on my list. My number nine, my one and only Luke Combs song, uh, Beer Never Broke My Heart. Oh, my God. That is my – I jammed to that, dude. I, I, that's a good one, ain't it? There's Luke Combs just has, has so many bangs and so many good summer songs. Uh, these these ones are obviously in a different breed in the top ten. But, you know, Beer Never Broke My Heart kind of stands out. Uh, it's just everything he sings about is kind of kind of summary-like. And it's funny, though, because you don't even understand it yet like that. Like No, I don't. Oh man, it's so true. I, although I will say the beer I had today, I had to dump out. I, I'm disappointed to say that I had half a beer today. If you're ever looking for a beer, don't drink Flying Dog Mango Tango unless you like acid. It, it, dude, it was like acid reflux, man. It was. It's a shame. It smelled great, tasted good first sip, and then it just hit me, and I was like, I don't like this beer. I, I digress. Sorry, but yeah, beer. Nine times out of ten, beer never broke my heart. For sure. Uh, number nine on my list. I have Watermelon Sugar by Harry Styles. Oh, my God. No, dude. And Plus, tell me, though, too. What else? It, yeah, it's a really good song. But, like, summertime, you're sitting out, you know, on the porch, whatever. Nice summer snack. Some watermelon. Just in the, in the title. Like, I think of, like, watermelon, like, running down my, you know, and like, boom. Like, you know what that snack. song's about, right? Yes, I, I understand what that song is about. But I'm saying, just either way, Watermelon Sugar, number nine. <laughs> uh, my number eight, another uh, Whiskey Glasses by Morgan Wallen. I know it's his, his best song and it's kind of basic, but I, I Whiskey Glasses is so good. I don't know if that's my favorite Morgan Wallen song. It's it's up there. Uh, of course, it's his most popular, so, you know, I, yes, yeah. you know you're going to get the basic. Um more than my hometown, I like the That's probably song, my number one. The, the song you said, uh, I, you proof. I, yeah, you proof is, is another good one. Uh, I like that one a lot. I love um, had me by halftime. That's a good one too. Oh, by so the way, good. by the way, if anybody like just put this out there, the song with Lil Durk and Morgan Wallen. That's trash. If you like it, you're weird. I don't I, think it's trash. I don't think it's good. It's it's decent. It's not trash. Yeah, whenever I hear some guy from the South start rapping, it's like, yeah, all right. Yeah, we're like, sure. But whiskey glasses, number eight. Uh, my number eight, I have a song by Kid Rock, First Kiss. Um, unpopular opinion. I was going over this list with my dad, and he was like, how do you not have All Summer Long? And I'm like, well, it's a great song, but it's, it's just, it's, it's cliche. I don't know. It's a great song. Awesome song. Love it. But there's something about First Kiss, and I always have a memory of it. I remember on my drive down when uh, – so back in case you guys didn't know, sorry, random backstory. It's what Jacobs does. Declan loves it. Um, great storyteller, right, Declan? Oh, bro, the best. <laughs> I, I lament on and on, as you probably figured that out by now. But on my, my move down, my stepdad and my mom moved me down. We towed my, my Jeep at the time. That, that John was not making it eight hours. Let me tell you that. But so we moved down and one of the songs that came on and I moved down July 25th, it was first kiss. And it was like, right as the sun was coming up. I remember that it was just, it felt like a really good summer song, like in that moment, you know what I mean? So, and it, it was a slightly sad moment, obviously for Jacobs in that day. And that song, it, it really was like, 
ah, summertime. I love summertime. You know what I mean? So it, uh, it definitely helped. So uh, that's why I've first kissed by Kid Rock at number eight on my list. My number seven, we're going back to back to back country. Uh, I was on a boat that day, Old Dominion. Oh, oh, dude, Old Dominion, the Hotel Key. Uh, there's so many good songs by Old Dominion, man. Uh, they're, of course. they're an underrated country artist. I agree. Group, I yeah. agree 100%. Um, I was on a boat that day, though. It's <laughs> it's more summer than any other songs. Hotel Absolutely. Isn't very summer. You know, uh, it's just talking about how hammered he was and how he was on a boat and how his girl left him. <laughs> he was sitting on a bench eating a sandwich. I love that. Yeah, it's a great song. I was on a boat that day, number seven. Uh, number seven on my list, I'm the one. DJ Khaled, Justin Bieber, Chance the Rapper, Quavo, Lil Wayne. I always think of it, too, because uh, I want to say it was my last year at Sesame Place, too. When I'm I the one. There. Yeah, okay, I gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, I don't. I think it came out right around that time, or at least that's when I really got into it pretty good. And driving the characters up to the parade meet and greet, working in entertainment, I always used to, like, play music for the characters on the rides up and back. And that song was always getting played. So that always reminds me of summertime and uh, some of the fun times I had blasting it in the car. So uh, Skippy, that's what we called the called the, the little caravan we took the, the characters on. Skippy was blasting on the one. And uh, that's number seven on my list. My number six from the Zach Brown band. We have Homegrown. Oh, see, it's a good song, but it's not my favorite. Really, it's it's a good song. Um, I think a better fun fact, a newer song, a better summer song, "You and Islands" by Zach Brown Band. Okay, I think that's a. If you don't know it, that's that's a summer bop, dude. Yeah, that I, almost made I my think list. I've never heard of it. Heard of um, it. Look it up. As, I'll send it. I'll send it to you. Okay, absolutely. Um, homegrown just talks about his his hometown and you know how how he loves the place where he's living. And all the people around them. I love that. No, I mean it's it's got great meaning behind it. Like I don't want to like shit on the song or anything. Like sure, you know, and it, it's a great song. I'll, I'll sing I'll sing the mess out of it. You know what I mean? But like, yeah, Zach, Zach Brown's got some dude. He he might be like in my opinion like one of my top five favorite country artists of all time. Oh, he he's one of my top five, of course. He's probably top three, honestly. His voice is just so soulful, dude. Mm-hmm. Like. But and if you listen to him live, he sounds like exactly the same. Um, but yeah, country music, great. There's something about country music in the summertime, though, too. Absolutely. So I, I completely understand why you have somebody on your list. Uh, number six, Sex on Fire, Kings of Leon. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good Dude, one. Oh at my god, song. yeah. <laughs> if you know, you know. <laughs> People appreciate that. Um, don't mind us again. Trying to be kind of quiet. It's like midnight just about right now. So uh try to be respectful as the friends in my house. But don't get over it. Podcast comes first. Kings of Leon, number six, sex on fire. Um, my number five, we're switching the gears going to heavy metal. Metalingus by Alter Bridge. Um Metalingus. It's actually if if you know you know, WWE theme song Edge. Yes. It, it's his theme song. That's that's a good song. It's 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 a good song. I it's on um i believe it's on my my lift my lifting playlist for the gym i'm not 100 percent, but yeah dude the drums and that yeah. song is immaculate i i'm a big alter bridge guy i like most alter bridges songs the other side uh the the other side the song by alter bridge metalingus two of my favorites uh yeah. metalingus number five 
my number five, uh, another newer song. I'm going to switch it up and go with some Ed Sheeran. Shivers by Ed Sheeran. Not my favorite album, but the minute the beat drops, I'm not, duh, 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 duh. it just, uh, it's catchy as hell, dude. And I think there's a lot of songs you can sing like all time of the year, like, you know what I mean? Like cold or wet. I don't even mean to Zach Brown, but like colder weather, like colder weather. But yeah, that's that's on my playlist. Oh my god, it has to be, dude. It's on your all all the time playlist. But... All right, anyways. no, it's okay, dude. Phenomenal. Um, great, great karaoke song too. Um, but Shivers by Ed Sheeran, catchy songs in the summer. There's something about just like a catchy tune for a summer. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Like a, a good beat, and then Ed Sheeran, great voice. Seeing him live, awesome. And, have you really? Yeah, saw him at the link, dude. Ginger God. Yeah, incredible. People don't realize it's him and his guitar. There's no band either. He's got, I forget, I, I should know, being especially singing and stuff. I forget what it's called. Um, Declan, do you mind Googling what Ed Sheeran uses to make his instrumentals? Like, at live shows? Sure. Um, but yeah, he doesn't, it's not like drums, it's not, it's like, he plays it with his feet. And like, it's incredibly talented what he does. Like, you know, he's playing guitar, he's singing, and he's doing all that with the foot pedals and stuff like that. It's it's incredible. But yeah, Shivers, Ed Sheeran, summer bop for sure. It starts my top five. To crack he the uses top five. live looping. A loop yeah, he station. he loops he loops everything, dude. It's so good though. Like it's 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 really impressive to see too. No, I believe so. it. Number four, California Love by Tupac. Oh yes, go one in it. Yeah, I thought about putting some Dr. Dre or Snoop on there. <laughs> I'll never forget Victor Oladipo warming up, shooting. This is when he was with the Pacers, and he starts he starts yamming out to that song. Yes, a- absolutely phenomenal. Um, rest rest in peace to the Hemi Tupac. Um, California Love, number four. Number four on my list, Blink One Eighty Two. She's out of her mind. Okay, I like that actually. Yeah, it's different, but, like, it, like, speeds up, but it's got really good sound to it, but it's got some of that, like, drumming that you might like, you know what I mean? Like, it's uh, it's got a little bit of everything, in my opinion, which is why it's uh, number four on my list. Uh, it might not be the best Blink-182 song, in my opinion, because they've got some all-timers, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. But definitely, I think, summer-wise, I think between that and feeling this were the two that I was, like, torn on, but... She's out of her mind. Awesome. Uh, number four on my list. My number three. It Wasn't Me by Shaggy. Oh, <laughs> yes. Uh, I see why Steve loved it. She yeah, got we... me on the couch, got me in the shower. She even caught me on camera, but it wasn't me. It wasn't me. Oh, that's so good. Uh, I've that's done that's another phone that you can listen at any time in the year. Oh, any time. But yeah, summertime, dude. Yo, man. Yo. <laughs> 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 oh, me and, my, me and my buddy Pat is at a karaoke one time. Oh, brought the house down. Yeah, it wasn't me. Number three. Uh, number three on my list, Candy Paint, Post Malone. Oh, there it is. We jammed that song on the way, dropping me off to Zanelli's, dropping me off from Zanelli's house. I remember that. Yes, uh, I've jammed to that song with numerous people in numerous situations. Uh, another summer, I guess, a little mini story. Uh, Zanelli and I. Uh, I want to say first or second summer we became like friends like that. Steve Zanelli, my best friend with, uh, I, I, I got a couple best friends, let's be real here, but the first summer we were 
really like just all the time together. We were on our way to play pool somewhere, and we were in his truck in his in his Ram, and candy paint, dude. I just like blasted. I had the aux cord, was just blasting it, and he took a video of me like dancing and just being a goofball. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! But like, I'll always remember that like perfect summer song. Like, had my tank top on, sunglasses. Wait, I thought on. that was on the way to Dorney Park. It probably was that too. When but you guys I went on went to Dorney Park. Well, I know that that. But I have was... that video. Fun fact. I don't blame you. No, I'm pretty sure that video. And then you did it to God's plan too. In the same God's video, plan. Like that. God's plan was on the way to Dorney Park. Okay. Yeah. If pull up the video if you have it. Not right this second, but I'm pretty sure it's me in a tank top, and it was in the summertime with. Um, and God's plan was on the way to Dorney. That was in my Orioles jersey, my Cal Ripken jersey. Yes. I don't. I don't know why I remember that. Like it was nothing, but like I, I remember small stupid details. But that's what I do. Sure. Um, candy paint number three. My number two, complicated, Avril Lavigne. Avril Lavigne? Oh, my God. That, that, that's got to be before you were born. Yeah, that's that's 02. I was literally... I was in elementary school. But that that's a bop. No, I know. I, it's, dude, I had that CD. I had the whole CD. You know, and then she, oh my gosh, she has so many good songs. She just put out a song with Black Bear not too long ago, too. It's pretty good. She's looking rough, though. Yeah, it's, you know, being a Canadian rocker, being young like that, that's what it'll do. Ugh, Canadians. Pro- probably that. Dude, she was a Chad Kroger for a while. She's, she's got bad taste sometimes. <laughs> but uh, I love Nickelback. Chad Kroger's a dick. Um, but, yeah, I, I love having Olivia, though. Yeah, com- complicated, number two. My number two. I don't know where, but... uh. Somewhere, Declan, it's five o'clock. It's five o'clock somewhere. Alan Jackson, Jimmy Buffett. Uh, uh, this song just literally just says it all. Pour me something tall and strong. Oh my god! Just more of a beer guy myself, but always in for a nice summer, uh, summer uh, liquor beverage. And uh, yeah, man, there's something about just. Alan Jackson, smooth vocals, country legend, obviously. Like like Declan and I said, there's something about country songs in the summertime, too. It just hits different. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that's number two on my list, five o'clock somewhere. Number one, uh, and it, it kind of straight away, Wagon Wheel by Darius Rucker. Oh, yep. I'm, I can get behind that. And I think we've talked about it. I don't know, on the pod or somewhere else. That's not the original version of the song. Uh, yeah, correct. It's not. Uh, in my opinion, this might be top five greatest country songs of all time. Wow, that's a big statement. Wagon Wheel by Darius Rucker. Ooh. It's so good. No, it's it's phenomenal. I've, I've sang that at karaoke many times. Yeah, ab- absolutely. Wagon Wheel is absolutely phenomenal. Darius Rucker, who unfortunately just p- fell off kind of in the past years. Yeah, I mean, he got back with Hootie and the Blowfish for a while. I know they toured, and they put out an album and everything. Um, oh. I think he's done a little bit more solo stuff lately, too, but... I think they're they're working. I don't know if they're still together or what they're doing, but yeah, I, I know that they they went around. I almost saw them actually a couple of years ago, maybe. I forget if it was pre or post, you know, COVID, you know, when the shows and stuff like that. But yeah, yeah, I know they had an album they put up together. It's it's okay. It's not my favorite. It's not like old hooting the blowfish, dude. Nineties, two thousand. No, no, absolutely. Uh, Wagon Wheel by Darius Rucker is my number one. My number one, Declan. It don't matter, man. Don't matter by Akon. Oh, that's a good one. 
Yeah. Uh, there's something about, like, again, this is a song I feel like you could listen to all the time. And a couple songs on that on that album itself, uh, especially, like, Smack That with, with Eminem. Mm-hmm. Banger. Yeah. But there's something yeah. about, like I said, just that catchy beat and the music in the background. And I don't know. It just, it just got the feel of a summer song to me. And uh, sure. what's that? Sure. 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 Um, all right. And you guys you probably hate us, but they, uh, yeah, no, it's something about Don't Matter by Acom and just hits different. Uh, pretty sure I was in like fifth or sixth grade when this came out, too. Um, don't think you were alive for that one either, but it's no, okay. probably not. Uh, number one on my list, Don't Matter by Akon. That was my favorite What's that? That was my favorite list. That was fun, man. And dude, there's so many songs too that like we didn't even include either of us. Mm-hmm. We could honestly, we probably could have done a top 30 list. We could have done a top 100 list back when. Are you kidding me? Mm hmm. I know even Zanelli, when I told him uh, it's five, 5 o'clock somewhere, he was like, dude, you can even do Jimmy Buffett Margaritaville. And I was like, great song, too. Yeah. Called Baton Rouge by Garth Brooks. Just thought of that one right now. Like, But, yeah, that's – oh, man. Summer songs. Absolutely. Absolutely. Let us know, guys. If you like any of these lists, we're always more than happy to do our sports lists, of course. Tweet at us. Dude, tweet at us. Hit us up on Facebook. You just wait for us to get back to you. Just tweet at us. Tweet at us, dude. We're, we're, we're happy to answer you. If you got our number, text us, too. It doesn't matter. We're, 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 all, we're all friends here. And uh, let us know what you want to hear, sports list or non-sports list. Shoot, we did we did a candy list for for Easter when we were doing it on Easter. Yeah. We've now done uh, our second non-sports list with music. I know we have a couple other music playlists planned for the future, so let us know what you want to hear. If it's country related rock related rap related non-music related anything just let us know we're, we're down to do whatever so mm-hmm. uh summertime i think we're gonna need some more list ideas so keep us posted friends yeah no for sure uh i think that i mean been, covers it. yeah we've been going for probably a little over an hour now anyway so yeah, i mean it's midnight 12 or 6 wow yeah this is the latest we've done the pod i think yeah for sure Hey, so um, do we want to tease the uh, before we go? Do we want to tease our uh, our special announcement? We don't want to give it away yet. God forbid anything happens. So but... some dude is coming on the podcast with two other dudes in the next few weeks. Yes, That's we all... have we have somebody in the sports world. Yeah, who has we've been Jacobs has reached out to a couple of times, and we are he's got a busy, busy schedule. So. Luckily, Jacobs is persistent and has reached out a few times, and we agreed on a date. So if it happens, it won't be, I believe, actually. Well, what's today is the 20th. We're going to try to get him to do a top 10 list with us, I think. We're going to try that, and we're also going to try, it should be next week. Uh, the 28th, ain't it? Yeah, so that's why I'm saying that'll be next week. Yeah, it'll be added on to... Obviously not this podcast, but next podcast, God willing, um, if everything goes goes to plan, yeah, we uh, we have something very exciting. We feel anyway, we're very excited about it, both of us. Um, super nice, th- super nice guy. Great, great guy. Like, I mean, everywhere. obviously, obviously, we haven't had a conversation with him, but 
you know. I've I've met him once or twice. I mean, like had like talk talk to him. I've seen him once or twice yeah, in person. No, but but, but uh, we would only pick guys that we would think would be you know great great people and be in a great environment for a podcast. And you yeah, know, like, Mertidis was awesome to talk. Yeah, Mertidis is awesome to talk to. Um, that was great hockey talk. I know, unfortunately, you weren't able to, but Harry Mays was awesome to talk to. Yeah, absolutely. Um, that was a fun one. Obviously, our boys we've had on. I think we've had some fun with too. And um, like I said, we have a fun summer podcast planned for when Jacobs is home, uh, closer to the end of July, and uh, with with a couple friends and uh, live podcast as well would be nice. And we have next week an interview planned for our next podcast. Uh, I'll probably edit it the morning that morning and then add it into what we've done that weekend. So um, it'll be exciting and uh, very, 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 uh, very excited to have him on with us. Hopefully, if not happens, we're going to keep going for it, but keep reaching out to more people and see where this thing goes, you know, um, exciting times here on the North South podcast. Yeah, we're having a ton of fun. I love it, man. I mean, I wouldn't just do a pod at, you know, 12 o'clock midnight. Uh, when I want to go to the gym in the morning with anybody. So, mm-hmm. uh, absolutely. Uh, definitely enjoy this. And uh, we're coming up on almost half of a year doing it now. A couple, couple more weeks. So, yeah. uh, crazy to think. Too. Absolutely. And, and like we said, tweet us if, you know, you you have any ideas coming up. Uh, if, if you want to hear less of Jacobs, then say, yo, Jacob. If you That's hear, not going to happen. You can you can you ask. To, it won't happen. If you want to hear more of Declan, of course, everybody wants to hear more of Declan. You know, tweet at us. Say, hey, Jacobs, we want to hear more of Declan. Declan, we want to hear more of you, and we'll make it happen. Are you are you, are you hinting at something right now? No. Well, come on. I'm, I'm ah. messing. I'm I'm messing with you. I promise. See, this is this is the fun we have. Tweet at <laughs> us. If you want to hear us banter more, we'll banter more. If you want to hear more of the shorts. Let us know. If you want to hear the words, stop talking forever and ever. I'm kidding. You know, I don't mean that. Absolutely. Tweet at us. Give us some list ideas. Give us some topic ideas. It's summertime. We're down for whatever. We're DTW. Down. We're getting ready for a poolside pod. DFW. Oh, we're going to do it by the pool? I mean. I mean, I'm okay with it. I just, I got to find a way to get my laptop, make sure it doesn't go <laughs> in the water. <laughs> Put it on a floaty. Poolside podcast sounds fun. We'll see. Uh, we'll see what we can do. No, for we'll sure. See. That's a lot. That would be a lot of man in the pool. <laughs> we'll, we'll get. We'll, we'll try to find some kind of waterproof casing for my laptop. Uh, so yeah, I don't think Joel and Beat will be able to fit in my pool. No, he might have to sit on a uh, on the side of the pool and just yeah, talk to us. Absolutely. So, uh, friends, this has been another edition of the North South Podcast. Like always, Wait, I feel are like you know, sports facts. Oh my God! Thank you. Oh, I we almost forgot our sports facts. Whose birthday is it today, Jacobs? Well, it's more than just that. Well, yeah, well, but I'm one of the birthdays. I'm always excited for the birthdays. And I have a really good birthday for you. Well, although technically, as we're recording, it's no longer the birthday, but it's still ah, a birthday. Damn. No, but it's okay because this episode was started on Sunday. It's now Monday, but it's... sure. And obviously, once they see it, it's not going to be their birthday anymore either way. Exactly, because obviously they're going to see it. But no. happy belated um, in advance. Happy belated in advance. Uh, so we are Sunday, uh, June nineteenth. Uh, on this day in nineteen ninety two, Evander Holyfield beats Larry Holmes for the heavyweight boxing title. So that's a good one. 
1992, the Yankees' first game in Orioles, Camden Yards. Beautiful ballpark, Camden Yards. Um, on this day in 2000, the Los Angeles Lakers beat the Indiana Pacers 116-111 in Game 6 of the NBA Finals to win their first title in 12 years and their first of three in a row. MVP, Shaquille O'Neal for all three of you. Good job, buddy. Uh, on this day in 2006, kind of hurts my heart a little bit. Uh, Stanley Cup final happened in Raleigh, North Carolina, where the Carolina Hurricanes beat the Edmonton Oilers 3-1 in Game 7 for a 4-3 series victory, Carolina's first and only championship. Was really hoping this year would be different. But, you know, here we go. Um, what else we got? Oh, here's a really good one, in my opinion. 2016, on this day, Cleveland Cavaliers won their first ever title in Game 7, coming back from 3-1 down against the Warriors. That's cool. LeBron James, MVP. First team to overcome a 3-1 finals deficit as well. That's when Game 7 on the road. I'm pretty sure that was – that might have been – was that Oracle's last game too? No. Well, Oracle, they've been gone for a few years now from Oracle. No, they had another season with it. Okay. But either way, still. Um, still incredible. Um, all right. Let's go some birthdays. I know Declan wants to hear that. Happy birthday, Lou Gehrig. Ooh. Yeah. Unfortunately, um, only 38, I believe, when he passed. 30. Yep. Yeah, from ALS, Lou Gehrig's disease, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, six-time World Series champ, two-time MVP, seven-time All-Star, obviously Hall of Famer. Wait, how old was he when he died? He, I mean, he was born in 1903 and died in 1941, so he was 37 or 38. So, so 38 divided by six is 6.3. Okay. So... Every six years of his life, he won a championship ring. Pretty incredible, huh? Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, so, yeah, it's wild. Um, let's see. I got a couple good ones for you. I'm going to hey, – uh, David Pollack, ESPN. Football analyst, college football analyst. Mm-hmm. I got gotcha. you. His birthday. Uh, Jason White, he was a Heisman Trophy winner for uh, Oklahoma. He, uh, his birthday. Uh, we have Quinton Jammer. He was, uh, a cornerback for the Chargers, most notably. And, dude, this is the one that I was saving just for you. Born on this day in 1978. NBA Finals MVP in 2011. NBA MVP in 2007. 14 time All Star for the Dallas Mavericks. Dick, the German Dick. That's awesome. Yeah, I was really, really excited when I saw that one. I can't believe I almost forgot it. Yeah, that was horrible. Oh my god, I I would have been incredibly upset. Honestly, what would have happened? I would have remembered because I don't know why. I, I always look at my photos every night. Mm-hmm. Like I just like pull up the app anyway, and then like sure. nothing, nothing happens. But you know, but um. I would have looked and I would have either had you get back on with me or I would have just done it real quick. Uh, I probably would have called you until you woke up. Because you needed to hear that. It's Derek. For sure. It's Derek. For sure. Also, everybody do me a solid. Whoever plays on the show, can you buy David Bednar so we jack his price up? (laughs) 
bring him to the moon. I have 62 of him. Uh, hopefully, he goes up to about 7K, gets to sell all of them. No I did way the, he goes up that high. I did the math. If it's seven times, what's that? 62? That's 400,000 stubs right there. He won't go to – I mean, I hope for your sake he does. I mean, even, even if he goes to five, I'm cool with that. Well, uh, let's let's shoot for four or five, and if it goes higher, we win. Oh, of course. Yeah. Invest investments. I know. I, I'm still trying to decide. Do I want to go Max Freed? Do I want to go, um, what's his face, Kyle Wright? Who who else did we talk about last night? That was Ken, apparently everybody's saying invest in Kenley. Again, I don't. But he's so expensive, you can't. Yeah, that's why. But there was somebody else we were talking about. There's one or two guys we were talking about. Well, I don't know. We'll figure it out. But, but yeah, well, invest. It'll be the show. Invest. Absolutely. Uh, guys, I'm gonna try this again without messing anything up. We really don't post on socials as much as I feel like we thought we would. But that's okay. Still follow us anyway, because the more followers we get, the more we'll post. How about that? That's a fair trade. Exactly. So, check us out on Instagram. Um, we can't put nothing if you guys don't interact with us. Exactly. Look, we're trying to be victims. We're trying to be victims here. It's your uh, guys' fault. Yeah, it's, it's totally your fault that we suck at what we do. Yeah. Um, on Instagram, uh, we are just straight up North South Pod. No underscores. No anything. Uh, it's at North South Pod. On Twitter, I believe we have underscores. Um, Twitter, we are at North underscore South underscore pod. Uh, feel free to follow us on Insta and Twitter. TikTok, no idea what our TikTok is. We really don't use it. We've talked about, well, Declan's talked about using it, but that's okay. Uh, well, you know what, Declan? How about this? It's summertime. School's done. I need you to make a goal of at least one TikTok a week. A week? One TikTok a month. I can do better than a month. I know you can. I that's why I said a week. But I can't do better than a week. Well, listen, I'll try my best. Give me at least one TikTok every two weeks. All right. I'll even help. I appreciate that. Absolutely, I appreciate you. So, one TikTok a week, like I said. <laughs> um, we'll get that work in for you. Uh, Jacobs runs Facebook sometimes. Uh, sometimes I feel like it, it, I get a bunch of views for some reason on a post that like randomly will do that. And then I'll get like two posts and I don't want to blow people's stuff up. So I feel bad, but just watch our pod next time. We don't have to blow just, it up. Yeah. Just listen to the pod. Get more, get more, tell your friends and your family. I mean, come on, it's summertime. You know, we know you're going to be taking vacations. We know you're going to have more time to just chill, sit by the pool. Like Declan said. Take a break from the music that we just listened to. Yeah, what, I mean, what what's the worst thing that'll happen? You'll you'll go ten minutes into it and you won't like it. It is what it is. That's okay. Not this isn't for everybody. But let me tell you, I'm seventy five percent sure you're gonna like our podcast. I'm ninety nine percent sure you're gonna like our podcast. I am too. I was just being an underwhelmer. That's what I do. Fair enough. <laughs> Twenty seven. I'm allowed to underwhelm people, but you're an overachiever. You're a kid. I appreciate it. Listen to the pod, guys. Tell your friends. Tell your family. Seriously. And we're going to have more fun people on. And do the real, do, do the right thing. Okay? Absolutely. Support. You already know. You already know what it is. Guys, this has been the North-South Podcast. 
for the shorts. This is Jacobs signing off. Peace out. Bad night to the moon. Deuces. Southside Pie got the whole crowd jumping. Jacobs in the shorts got the podcast bumping. Best sports talk, baby, can't tell me nothing. Sticking with the best in the game on the mic. Nothing but respect, but you know we gotta fight. Hot takes, know we bring the heat like a blitz, so strong will. Keeping it a hundred like a pitch, though. Woo! Gotta bring the passion. Brothers don't miss Steph Clay, they splashing. All the talk shows, North South, your favorites. You ain't gonna wanna skip like Bayless. <laughs> Coming to you live and CPA, the two boys with the smarts, no GPA. So tune in, listen up, cause there's more to know. It's North South, turn it up in a Enjoy the show.